Uh, COVID, hurricane season, cities burning. What's next? Man, 2020 is killing the game. Everybody, welcome to Nar Talk, um, season three. I don't know what episode. <laughs> thirty-five. Thirty oh, episode right. thirty-five. He's looking at me. I'm like, I don't know. Um, I'm your host Corey, and with me, as always, is Lori. That's me. And we got Tripper Tripper, the tear gas sipper. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Sipping the tears. It's a little real, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Things are a little strange right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's a weird, weird week, actually. Shit is wild. Yeah, wild. As I'm sure it Richmond. probably is in your city. You know what's wherever crazy? Wherever you may be. Is went back to work today, all online from home, and everyone wanted to just act like there was nothing happening. Yeah. Like nobody wanted to talk about it. I was in multiple meetings, and everyone's just like, well, are, just want to talk about engineering. Is stuff. that were people aware that things were happening, or oh, did yeah. they did they feel that it was as pressing of a? I don't situation? know if my Canadian colleagues knew mm-hmm. as much, but the Richmond people. I mean, right. how can you not? I mean, I guess you. <laughs> there's I, ways to not. I, there's know a about lot it. of people who just don't are not paying attention or not aware that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Didn't know there was a curfew. You know, because their worlds are coronavirus and work, I guess. Or like in their family, right? Like, right, whatever. Whatever their world is right now. Like, yeah. a lot of people are very ignorant of the fact that there is a lot of civil unrest going on in the streets. Mm. In the streets, son. <laughs> yes. Come on. It's real. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah, so Tripper went out. I did, and I was one of many. There was a a lot of people out, um, and I met up with some other friends, and we brought some some little bags full of uh, three bottles. So it was a bottle of milk, a bottle of vinegar, and a bottle of water to help people for when they eventually would get tear gassed. And uh, and so we met up and ended up just kind of joining the march. We marched on Saturday night from, we saw people like 7th and Grace and marched up to the police precinct. What time were you out there? Maybe 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, somewhere. Mm-hmm. No, about 10 o'clock. Yeah, like 9.30, 10 o'clock. And uh, yeah, basically like we, the, 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 the protest got up to the precinct and they and it was all very peaceful um for the most part uh not completely but for the most part very peaceful and they did the whole like hands up don't shoot chant and everyone put up their hands and the police did not hesitate and just started tear gassing people immediately yeah 
And it worked pretty well as far as dispersing a crowd because it sucks getting tear gas. Yeah. Like it it should be in the Geneva Convention or something. Like it, <laughs> it chokes you out. Like where you can't breathe, it disorients you, it hurts really bad. Right, so a tear gas canister landed close to where you were and hit a guy. Yeah, so uh, that, that's right. So a tear gas canister hit close to, really close to this this guy that, I mean, I don't know who he is, but he was on a bike as an older older gentleman. And uh, he came over to me and he was just kind of barely functioning. Like he was really disoriented. And so I stepped up and I was like pouring milk in his eyes and uh, and just trying to be there with him and help him. But while that was happening, basically the tear gas came my way and I was enveloped in the tear gas myself. Uh, and then I realized what was happening. And it's like I kind of like grabbed him and ushered him like we left and moved to where there was less less tear gas. And so we could breathe again. Yeah. But, it was bad. Yeah. It was like, like it felt good to cry because I knew it was washing it out, but like, shit hurts real bad. Yeah. And it seems to be majority of the videos I've watched, if not all of them, and most of the accounts of people that are out there in just about every city, that's pretty much how it goes down. Everybody's marching, they're chanting, they got their signs. Mm-hmm. Cops launch tear gas. Everyone goes fucking ape shit. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is that people would would start running. Yeah. And it would be like like an actual riot right. at that yeah. point. Yeah, because that's when... Where it's like you're, you might get stampeded. Yeah. Because then everyone, like you said, you're disoriented. Mm-hmm. Your face is burning. You can't breathe. So instincts kick in at that point, And it's like, get the fuck away. Yep. And then you're pissed. <laughs> after yeah. that you and know so they what I mean? did sort of what, what you might call like a soft tear gassing at first so they they tear gassed us it worked we all kind of dispersed but there was kind of this big parking lot so everyone was kind of like backed up basically yeah well everyone kind of regroups yes and they're talking about like well we're gonna flank them we'll go around the block and we'll hit them from the other side as well and i'm like all right this shit's about to get real that's what's gonna happen because i don't want to see I mean, a cop's like a, you know, injured dog or something. Like, they're just gonna escalate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but then the cops, then they started tear gassing for realsies. Yeah. Then they they got the big launchers out and were just like, like they looked like uh, flare guns basically. Yeah. Just like shooting the tear gas canisters like well into the crowd. Well, they have two different kinds of canisters too. They have they have small ones and they have big ones. So probably the second round was the yeah. the larger canisters. So. Um, what was the, when was the first night of protests? Friday night. Friday, Friday night. night. So this is the second night. Yeah. Friday night. And I knew some friends that were down there Friday night. And, uh, so Saturday I, I hit him up and I was like, Hey, are, are things going to happen again tonight? Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know, something kicked in. Like I was sitting on the couch, fat and happy. And it was like, I couldn't stop myself. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, like, I got to go. Like, I have to go at least do something. I mean, it really is, like, the least I could do. Right. Is show up and walk beside these people. Right. And and the whole ally and all that, like, I don't know. I don't I don't know about all that. Right. Like, I just know that. And it's, a, it's an issue that's dear to my heart. And I figured, like, I got to put my money where my mouth is at some point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, at least just be there. 
show the cops like, hey, this is messed up. Right. And there's even like a gray haired 40 year old here that hates it and thinks that Black Lives Matter and wants you to stop. Yeah. So I don't know. Because, I mean, it is mostly kids out there. Yes. Understandably, like, they got the time and the, you know, energy for it. Right. And they're ballsier. Yeah. Definitely. Like, if you, yeah, you, you know think you're, ne- you're never going to die. Yeah. You're, you're way ballsier when you're... Yeah, less to lose. You're 22, 23. It's like, fuck, let's get these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. I'm, um, I've never been tear gas. I've been to a lot of protests that... In the end, in negative situations, but I've never been in a situation that sounded the way that that sounded. Where, for the most part, especially even in Richmond, um, protests have, you know, come to a head where the cops are in front of you and everyone's just standing there and it's just kind of a standoff. Mm-hmm. But this sounds much more uh, violent. And I kind of thought that's what the end of this was going to be. Like we show up to the police precinct they're prepared for us right they got the full riot gear they're all linked arm to arm and i thought it was going to be we show up and we just say yeah we're tired of this right and i think that's kind of what was going to happen and then they just start tear gassing us well the motherfuckers were ready for war as far as i'm concerned like you you dressed up you're ready to fight and their building got defaced the night before yeah so they were pissed yeah and they had something to prove yeah and i mean Look, I fuck the police, right? Like, I hate them, and I have for a long time. But I understand why they acted the way they acted. Because I can't say I would do anything different if I wasn't in their shoes. Like, like I get it. I get why they tear gassed us. But, like, it sucks to be tear gassed. <laughs> they were, I mean, they were... Yeah, I don't know what happened the first night. Because we, we were talking about that They today. weren't ready. Is no, that what it was? Yes, because like I said... They got the caught majority, off guard the first night. The majority of riots <clears throat> or you know, protests thus far in Richmond... Ain't been that bad. Have not. Well, you know, they've been... Well, they weren't burning shit. Like the first uh, night, there was... There have the, been incidents, but they're not as widespread. Yeah. And, and I think really the precedent here is Minneapolis. I yeah. think the precedent is... You know, California, where where things were happening in other parts of the country that were way more drastic. Well, because during Ferguson, though, we had we had protests and they didn't get no. they didn't the ones that we had didn't right. get like that no. first night. Yeah, but here. they didn't burn the police precinct yeah. in Ferguson the way they did in Minneapolis. And that's exactly. true, and that's what I think that I think I it th- emboldened people. Yes, and the cops knew and they were freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, it, it emboldened the cops as well mm-hmm. because the cops had never responded with such a strong force like this for the most part during protests cops have been present and really just kind of guiding and saying like you can't go down this street or you know trying to keep because like we went on the highway you know we're like blocking traffic every fucking where yeah and cops didn't do anything about that other than try to be like get back on the street you know honestly at most protests the cops are just keeping the protesters safe exactly and that that has typically been my experience with them but I think this protest is against fucking cops. It's against the cops, so it's a whole different thing. So they I mean, are it's, terrified. Yeah, it's and and they should be. Yeah, they should be. It's fucking like war, has, the fact the war is, has been declared. You know what if, I mean? If the protesters in any city get any organized at all, they could take them. Oh, that's the reality of it. Yeah. 
If there was I some mean, organization. The National Guard will come in. Everyone's going to get shot. But they'll get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like cops have any kind of real training. Yeah. They, yeah got, they, they got a lot of gear. Yeah, they got a lot of gear. You know, and they've been way more militarized over the, what, past 10 years. Yeah. 15 years. 20 years, yeah. Yeah. Ever since 9-11, basically. Yeah. So, but they aren't, they aren't trained. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. They, they can't do. even fight, you know? That's why they kill motherfuckers, because they can't fight, because they'll get their ass whooped. You know what I mean? It's not like they're, 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 it's, they're, they're put in violent situations, but they don't know how to do violence. They don't know how to play violence. Well, they also <laughs> you know don't what I mean? know. Yeah, I mean, I think a big issue is that they respond with, you know, very quick, immediate uh, fight or flight type of responses. Like they're going with their first. They're not trained to assess situations yeah. in a calm, rational, yeah, manner. It's not like if you went through military training or right. something where you're right. You, it's it's a different ball game. Right. Where it's um, like you are you are trained to fucking like breathe, mm-hmm. figure the fuck out. What is Slow the best? Everything yeah. Down. What is the best course of action right now? Yeah. No, I don't think that that has become an essential part of police training overall. I mean, maybe there are certain pre- precincts or certain cities that do that or focus on that as as something. But I've definitely heard a lot of conversations with, you know, police commissioners and whatnot talking about new hires that they have a really hard time with because the first on the first hand they've never gotten an actual fight in their lives before so their response to any kind of violent interaction mm-hmm. is very panic e- extreme yeah very yeah. much of a panic kind of situation so like you know they'll say that they prefer to hire ex-military or they prefer to hire you know people who've been trained in in martial arts because they're not the ones that are going to get panicked. They're the ones that have gotten in a fight in the past. And so they know their bodies, they know their reactions, things like that. And they don't have to escalate so quickly, but I don't think that that's a part of the training, which maybe that should be a a conversation that is had right now. And I don't understand. So all of these protests that are happening around the country, I I haven't heard anything about how to have a conversation about it. Yeah, we're we're not in that place yet. So we're everyone's so, just letting it out. So right Lavar yeah, Stoney, our mayor in Richmond today, was supposed to have had a meeting with NAACP, the you know chief of police, and that was a closed door meeting. And then at the end of the day today, the only thing that he announced is that they're going to treat June first as the day of remembrance for all the COVID nineteen deaths that we've had, twenty four of them, in Richmond. That's the only thing that came out of his fucking office today after he supposedly had this meeting. So, like, how are you addressing... How is how is that addressing the issue that's happening right this minute? I don't know. And I know LeVar Stoney, like, he seems like he's an all right guy. But he's also, like, a party Democrat. Oh, he is 100%. He's a fucking joke. I mean, just the fact that they did... He just slapped a curfew on. Yeah. Like, and those, those guys are... Like you were saying, like, there was... Somebody else was, like... We need to do a curfew because we have, you know, they're they're protesting yeah. around our construction yeah, he's, sites he's the or what the fuck of ever. Establishments. Yeah, it's bullshit. And so that's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get establishment responses where it's like the it's like the Drew Brees of you know uh, policies. Like er, everyone's friends with everyone mm-hmm. is what they try to do. He's just playing a fucking game. Yeah. 
But yeah, so this we have these crazy things happening, and then we have these people that we elected to office that have no clue what to do. Like, people were elected into these offices with without any clear vision of how to lead in the event of a crisis. Yeah. And they were elected on these platforms that had nothing to do with crisis, right? And then all of a sudden, this year pops off with the biggest fucking crisis in the last hundred years of the world, right? And then cops are still killing people. Yeah, yeah and it's cops like, are still killing people. And it's like, yo, I mean, this is how long ago was Ferguson? Because we went to Missouri not that long after that. So when was that? A few years ago. I think it was two or three years ago. And that know. that was like the last major one that kind of blew up and it didn't get as so like they've it's become more frequent you know it what feels i mean like it's constant exactly and it, and it very well fucking it, it probably is it probably is because yeah. the reality is is like the ones that the ones that people really get fired up about is somebody caught this shit on on video right yeah. so now everybody's walking around with with cameras in their pocket so it is it's becoming it's probably it's just as freaking, but it's becoming exposed more now. Well, exactly, which you is know the what time I mean? to have the conversation. Because like the reality is, is like no one believed the shit, and then and then Rodney King happened when that was what ninety three. Yeah. Right. So, and just because somebody happened to have a fucking video you know, camera, and that dude was standing there, he had the big bulky yeah. VHS <laughs> junk. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he had the fucking full size cassette. He had the TV camera junk. Yeah. Like and and and. And then it was like, oh, this is this is happening. This is real. You know what I mean? And everybody in the black community was like, we've been telling y'all motherfuckers this has been going on forever. You know what I mean? This is this is not new. You well, know? and when you think police brutality, I mean, you think Rodney King. And then before that, you just think the civil rights marches. But then also... But the, it never stops. But then no, also the Rodney King thing is like, you got the motherfuckers on tape. And that trial set the precedent, too. Because all those motherfuckers walked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that really set that's that was that's like the slap in the face. And it's been the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Yeah, and if you think the DA isn't in bed with the cops and then the court system isn't in bed with them, yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. And that's like they're all working to uphold their version of what they think the system is supposed to be. I mean, it's like I was saying that's a good it's, point. it's like the reality is is that they should be held to a higher fucking standard. Yeah. It's not just like yeah, he murdered somebody. Like, you took an oath. To serve and protect. To serve and fucking protect. Well, Chris Rock said it really well. About the airplane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, you know, like, people say, well, that's a bad apple. Some jobs, you're not allowed to have bad apples. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And he said, like, pilots. Yes. You can't just usually land a plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to land the plane every time. Yeah. yeah. There's no bad apples allowed. It's true. Yeah. Cops... No bad apples allowed. That's true. And let me tell you something. We have a lot of murders in Richmond. Mm -hmm. How many of those murders do you think actually get investigated and solved? Right. But how often are people pulled over for nothing mm -hmm. in the city of Richmond? Mm -hmm. It's constant. Yeah. Because all they're doing, it's uh, like vehicular stop and frisk. You mean driving while black? Driving while anything in Richmond. Yeah. I get pulled over constantly in my neighborhood <clears throat> and they half the time I don't get a ticket yeah. because I'm not really breaking a law. They just pull me over for nothing. They search my car real quick. They see that I'm clearly not a drug dealer mm -hmm. or it's nothing obvious. 
And then they say, they give me a warning. Yeah. And then I get to go. And they've actually done, they've done studies where that method doesn't work. Right. I saw that very thing happen in my front yard one time. They pulled over this black couple. They pulled the man and the woman out of the car, put them both in handcuffs, sat them in my front yard, searched their car, didn't find anything, and then gave and them And when they pull you over, do they put you warning. in handcuffs and set you they on the curb? They don't put me in handcuffs. Nope, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. The rules are fucking different. And I asked my neighbor, I said, why are they putting him in handcuffs? And he said, he, he's about my age. And he said, they don't put you in handcuffs? Exactly. Yeah. I said, I've never been put in handcuffs. Yeah. And he said, I've never not been put in handcuffs. Yes, exactly. The and- rules are fucking different. <clears throat> and if motherfuckers don't believe that shit, they need to wake the fuck up. Yeah. The rules are different. It's like I knew... And then I spent 12 years living in my neighborhood. Yeah. And now I know. And that's what it comes back to is that, you know, we're in, we're in our own fucking worlds all the time. And this phone keeps us there. Like our neighborhoods keep us there. Our friend groups keep us there. And the reality is like shit is different than what you think it is. I watched a, I watched a video and it was a young black kid. I don't know. He might've been 16 or something. And he was, he was listing off the rules that his mom gave him. Yeah. And it the, was the talk. The, yeah. And it was don't leave without your ID. Don't drive with a do rag on. Don't be outside with a shirt off. Don't. It was like, it was, it was, and you're, and you're like, holy fuck. Like, I never thought about any of that shit. Yeah. Because but that shit's real. You go from being a kid to a thug. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, you know, and it was all like just silly shit that you don't think about. You know what I mean? Don't drive with a wife beater on was, was another one. Yeah. I wish I could remember all of them because there was, there was, but it's like, that's real shit. So here's the thing that I think is important too for, for white families to talk to, talk to their kids about. Um, and we, I had this conversation with my friend and her son today. He's nine or 10 years old. Is that, you know, you're nine or 10 year old kid and you're out, you're playing with your friends. If you have black friends that are with you, and you guys are throwing rocks at cars, that black kid is going to be viewed much more harshly than you are. And so you need to be really aware of what you're doing, when you're doing bad stuff, and who you're doing the bad stuff with, because it's going to come back on them worse than it's going to come back on you as a white kid. And he, you know, of course was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. But I think that that's a real conversation that has to be had. Yep. It is. It's different. Pisses me off. It's stupid. But this is the time to have these conversations because the conversation is in our fucking faces right now. Like you can't deny it. And I know that people are watching the news and they're seeing all they're seeing is is you know destruction of property or they're seeing you know burnt. Well, they're seeing cars. whatever they're seeing whatever the fuck they want to see. That's the reality. And that's what I'm trying to say is like I know that that's what you're seeing, but the reason that these things are happening, the reason that people are in the streets right now. And the outcome being destruction of property is because black people are being oppressed disproportionately to white people in America. It's also a very, it's also just another way of dismissing the fucking conversation. Yeah. You know, of being like, well, they're destroying property. You know, it's just like the all live matter bullshit. Exactly. It's just, it's just an easy way to fucking water it down. And just not view it for what the fuck it is. And dismiss it so that you don't have to do anything about it. Yeah, you read about that. Because and 
So, you know, for the most part, I know I have a lot of poor white friends. For the most part, the wealth in this country is held by whites. And it's property is a big deal to us. And so people want to talk about looting and they want to talk about, you know, damage to property. But a lot of those people don't want to talk about George Floyd. No. Being kneeled on to death. Murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Murdered by kneeling on his throat. On camera. <laughs> yeah. On. Yeah. In handcuffs. Camera. Like, in handcuffs. Completely defenseless. Or the guy that uh, in Louisville that was shot yesterday because the Louisville police was just shooting live rounds randomly into a crowd. Holy hell. He's dead now. They did fire. Uh, the mayor fired the chief of police in Louisville, though. Well, good. That happened that's, today. That's exactly Local what needs business to owner. And yeah. also, that like, guy needs to like be middle-aged arrested. Middle-aged man. Yeah, and he does need to be arrested. He needs to be Straight arrested up. and he needs to be charged because yeah. that's what you get for killing somebody. Oh, you were scared? You know what I mean? Oh, I was scared for my life. You're scared for your life? No, shit, shit's real. And, it, and if you can't see it, you, you need to wake up. Because it's not going to get any better. When I got arrested, I got arrested for having a loaded handgun. For brandishing a loaded handgun in broad daylight. That's what I got arrested for the first time. When I got sober the first time. Mm-hmm. I was blackout drunk. I pulled a gun on somebody. It was loaded. That's why the cops were called. They knew goddamn well I had a gun. You're still here. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. There was 13 of the motherfuckers. 13 cops. And they all pointed guns at me. They told me to put my hands out of the car. Open the car door from the outside. All the shit you see on TV. Put your hands in the air. Walk backwards. They handcuffed me. Set me on the curb. While they searched my fucking car. Mm -hmm. That was it. I went to jail for four hours because I was drunk. The rules are fucking different. That's real. Yeah, man, shit is wild. And I don't know, like, I don't know where you take it from here, you know? And I think that a lot of people are kind of at that, at that crossroads. It's like, we've been protesting, things are escalating. Like, how does it, how does it get better? Like, I read an article this morning about how John F. Kennedy in 68 was able to help the Birmingham riots, right? Because he went on... He went on live television and he made a very heartfelt, like, um, speech saying, like, we need to come together. And he asked Martin Luther King to go around and, like, coordinated effort. They came together and made something happen mm-hmm. that pacified the protests. And then you know, a lot of people died. A lot of businesses were destroyed. Mm-hmm. A lot of churches were burned. Children were killed. Like... Things were awful, but we had leadership and we had people that came together and made an agreement to make it better. And yeah. like, is if that's the way that it was done in the 60s, like, I don't know. And our president hides in a fucking bunker. How we're going to get to that now. Talking shit well, on Twitter. And at least the next five years, we don't, we won't have that leadership. We won't. Because you're either going to have Trump or Biden, probably yeah. Trump. Yeah. And either way, it's going to be shit. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking shit sandwich. So it's like, is this what we get to to be used to now? Now we get to be used to, like, riots in the streets all the time and police, policing. Like, I mean, there's gonna be a, there's there's gonna be a tipping point. Yeah. Like it, it, and it's either way. Like it's not. It's gonna get just like everybody said about coronavirus. It's gonna get a hell of a lot worse before it gets any fucking better, and that's it. Yeah. Like, either 
Because you're going to have all these little splinter groups. Yeah. All this other shit is going to happen. You got a whole bunch of crazy ass people on the right with lots of guns and they're just itching to fucking use them. And the and, and all the, the people are going to pick up guns on the left and there's going to be a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's either going to fizzle out, like people will just lose the energy to go out every night. Well, it will, but it's going to spark up again. You but know people what I mean? are on unemployment right now, so they got money and they're yeah. not worried about going back and, to work. And say, or it gets escalated. Well, and, and, and a bunch might, of people And I'm die. saying it might not be this time. Right. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Nothing might, like you said, just like with the Ferguson thing, right? Mm-hmm. It eventually went away. Everybody calmed down, went back to their fucking business. But then what? Two years goes by, some shit pops off again, and it's just worse this time, right? So it's just going to, it's just going to, it's going to progress on its own. And and it's just going to get more explosive as as things build up. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's because nothing's changing. That's the reality right. of the situation. Is nothing is changing because it's police is the problem. Yeah. And it's because that whole system right is built on catching slaves and quelling riots right. that were like union riots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From back in the day, yeah. that's where modern policing comes from. Like it's a system built to oppress. The poor and the minorities. Yeah. So until we actually radically change that system, this will keep happening. Yeah. Agreed. And to that end, this is how change happens. Yeah. Like challenging the system, right? So like going against the police in the streets, like meeting them head head on, getting people upset. Destroying property, killing people. Like, this is how change happens in a civil civil society. <laughs> That's the only way that it happens. I love the idea of peaceful protest. I think that that is an oxymoron when you say it out loud, though. I don't think that that you can peacefully protest at the same time. Yeah, yeah but what about them boys with them guns down there for everybody that wanted to get back to work? They didn't tear gas them motherfuckers. No. And they showed up with AR fifteens. Yeah. And that and I was talking about that. I'm like, well, if we if you just protest with the So then what? Will you just shoot them? Yeah. You know what I mean? If if like a bunch of fucking anti cop people showed up with a bunch of AR fifteens, would you just shoot them? You would just shoot them? Because I don't really understand the like the I don't I don't or would you have I don't get it or would they not tear gas them because I know that if you tear gas me I'm gonna respond with some I'm AR just start shooting yeah so what so if everybody know. just showed up with just showed up with AR-15 assault weapons what if a, what if a bunch of black people showed up to protest the police holding guns well you remember the last time the NRA was against guns yes the Black Panther Party exactly they started gun control in California mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, shit is Because a black nuts. man with a gun is a scary thing to a white guy. It is. To it, most people. Because of how it's portrayed and and in every single facet of our society, you know, we're, we're demonizing people. We're putting these visuals out there and that's becoming the norm. It's fucking insane. It's, and, and, it, and it hasn't, and it didn't just happen this weekend. Like, that's, that's another thing that I want people yeah. to understand. Like, this didn't just happen. Like, people have been really mad about this for a long time. This gives an opportunity to express that anger. For for everybody out there that is feeling something and 
isn't sure how to express themselves. Like, you know, protesting is really helpful, but there are also a lot of other ways to show your support. And, and I think that, I don't know if you guys have, like, I know that Corey was kind of talking with guys earlier today, like, what should we be doing right now? Right? Like, that's kind of a question. Yeah. I mean, I think that posting on the internet, showing people that you support them, talking to your friends who don't agree with you, talking to people who don't agree with you. Having conversations. Having the real conversation about... I mean, I posted, I did post today that we live where we live, and if people need help in the area to hit us oh, up, Oh, yeah, too. tonight. Yeah. yeah, because the where we live, the protest is, is headed that direction this evening, and we're in a, a part of town that has a lot of shops, uh, like small independently owned shops. So, um, so anyway, but yeah, so I mean, I think that... I think if you're you're scared and and you're feeling like you need to be acting in some kind of way, like I think social media is a good tool. I think reaching out to your friends is another good tool because it starts at the ground level. It starts with everybody having a conversation with each other. It starts with you acknowledging your own racist and biases and like working within yourself to overcome that and realizing how you're contributing to the negative side of of what's happening and working against that, you know, like subtle thoughts that you have when a black man is walking behind you on the street, like acknowledge that that exists within you. And I'm talking to the white people out there or whatever, you know, whomever that have these negative thoughts, like acknowledge that you feel that way. It's okay, but it's changing your behavior and it's affecting the rest of the world around you too. Well, and honestly, I think one of the things that might, change all this peacefully it's a more gradual change but just talking with people that you disagree with in general yeah have an argument like have a fucking argument with your friends or your family that that gets a little squirrely (laughs) (laughs) no but you know what i mean like yeah be friends with people you disagree with totally like be friends with a trump supporter like you be friends with people that you know yeah, have a can, different you can be friends outlook. with people that see the world differently yeah that's probably how you go you might learn something mm-hmm. and i think that we're in an age where that's like not even heard of it's frowned upon almost yeah. that you would be friends with someone that you disagree with but i think it's uh people desperately want it though and, and i think we need it yeah i think it's important and have an argument get mad at your friends yeah and still be friends exactly I made a post yesterday about um, just on Instagram and it kind of made me, well, I made the post mainly in response to a conversation that I had with my father who was against the rioting and, and, and things. So, um, everybody liked it (laughs) and I was like kind of bummed on that. Yeah. You know, I was like, I want somebody to disagree with me or I want, I want some kind of argument against what I'm saying right now. And this morning, you know, there was one guy that, that said something, you know, I get whatever, read my post, read the comments. It wasn't even very argumentative. And yeah. And he wasn't really even oppositional because he was like, that was very well said, but then he, you know, whatever. But the point being like, I was bummed that I wasn't getting like more negative feedback which just shows me that I have a, f- a echo chamber in my phone and people just like it. And if they don't like it, they're not telling me about it. And I wish they would. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, if you don't want an echo chamber, get you about 11,000 followers in the motorcycle industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. The whole spectrum. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's funny. Because I, I like I, I read posts on other people's and read their comments and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, and, and there's and. And it's yeah, in the motorcycle world, it is definitely all over the fucking map. Yeah. It really is. And a lot of them are what you would expect. But then there's a lot of people like a lot of people that aren't what you would expect. And and it creates for some some pretty good arguments on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, did we get any commentary or questions for this evening? Because um, I know you kind of posted it up later. Yeah, I posted it later. And and also I need to put this in uh perspective for everyone because i actually posted nard talk questions or nah do we even give a fuck right now (laughs) because you know it seems kind of silly um but i think that we can use this format to reach people yeah you know and keep people in the loop and having the conversation so i think the best one was nah we mad as hell (laughs) and i was like yeah yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, someone did ask, did I miss a podcast? No, we just didn't post it. No. Apparently. It'll be a double Womp. whammy Womp. this week. Well, a double whammy, yeah. Uh, COVID, hurricane season, cities burning, what's next? Man, 2020 is killing the game. Yeah, I gotta say. Murder really, hornets, maybe? You oh, really, yeah, where are the murder hornets? That shit. They 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 threw that one out there to see if it would get traction in about two days and then I've had yeah. three people ask me recently about that shit. What about murder cops? What about oh. those? What about oh. those ones? It's repetitive. Oh. What about those ones? Oh, this here. guy, of course. That's good. We got one. Cause I post so someone did a did you see the mural? The fuck cops mural? They did real big. You can see oh, it right yeah, off the interstate yeah, yeah. when going to the shop. Yeah. So I posted that, and then this guy, of course, comments, until you need one. So that's good. We got one. We got one guy out there. Yeah, yeah. one guy. Until you need one. Until yeah. we need a cop. Yeah, until you need a cop. Right. Yeah. Let me let me just say, I just, this is this is one of my, my favorite arguments, the until you need a cop argument. In my personal experience, 39 years on this planet, living in the country of America. And actually, I did deal with cops in Germany once. They were okay. Couldn't understand them. Luckily, I had a translator. They did kind of want to take us to jail for using the internet. (laughs) (laughs) We, of course, thought it was hilarious. Our tour manager did not, but that's besides the point. Uh, I have never once been in a situation where the cops did not escalate it. Mm. Like, and it didn't get worse. Mm-hmm. Like, they probably should have just not showed up. That just that's just never happened to me. Yeah, so, like, the times where I've seen the until you need a cop, it's like if someone needs help. Like, I've seen cops help people. Yeah. I've seen that happen. Uh but it was never in a thing where I needed like. Uh, I actually needed a cop. A legal authority, yeah. right? Like we just needed someone to help. Like someone else could have brought me gas, <laughs> right? You right. know what I mean? Like, 
Or yeah, like I helped this woman get attacked near my house one time. And so we called 911. Yeah. To help her because I didn't know if she needed medical attention or not. And she didn't. She was okay. And the cop drove her home. Yeah. Like, that's a great, it's a great, good cop story. Right. And if that's what the cops were, I'd have that fucking American flag with a little blue line on it. Yeah. yeah. But that's you not given, what the cops are. You could have given that Lydia right home. They ain't do nothing special. Let's right. be real. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, she could have called somebody and be like, hey, man, you want to come pick me up? They'd be like, yeah, no problem. Grandma, I'm <laughs> yeah. on the way. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. No, there definitely been times when a cop showed up and I wish that somebody else with a better way of handling the situation had shown up. Yeah. Because, anyway. yeah. Until you need one. It's a good comment, though. It is. Yeah. Appreciate it. 98 Sportster, 1200 chain conversion, O-ring chain or just regular O-ring? Yep. Just spend the money. Yeah. get you. Just spend the money, get you a good chain. Yes. Why would you spend all that money converting and then get a shit chain? It's true. Same. Plus, actually, I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday, and he, he, did, he just recently finished Sportster, and he said, and he has a regular chain, and he's like, the fucker won't stop stretching. Yeah. He's like, every time I ride it, I have to adjust it again. It just keeps stretching. It keeps stretching. And, like, I thought about it, and I was like, I've never had that problem. It's like, oh, but I always run O-ring chains. <laughs> they usually stretch once, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they, they kind of stop. So I don't know why that is. Maybe they're, they are, I think they're a little beefier. Um, but the O-rings help hold in lubrication, too, which is good. It helps keep dirt out, which is good. It's, it's, just, it's a good design. Um, how to fork oil amount for extended forks, stock, stock amount, whatever it says. I know we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but if you think about it like this, the fork oil sits in the leg. It doesn't sit in the tube. You pour it in the tube. Yes, but it drains out of the tube and then goes in the leg. You ain't making the leg any longer. Same amount of fork oil mm-hmm. that you would use in a regular stock length tube. No trick, no trickery over there. Uh, you ever get a Wagner, which is three quarter master shoulder work good with an aftermarket five eighths caliper? Didn't we talk about that? We did, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Somebody that wants to run duels? No. No, that was a different conversation, but oh. you want the shit to match. Yeah, you want the shit to match. Oh, that's right. He's got a. If you're pushing. He's got a five eighths caliper mm-hmm. and no. a three quarter Wagner. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're you're shoving, you're trying to shove too much fluid into a. Yeah. What are you doing? Yes. Is that a hot dog in a hallway, or is yeah. that a hallway in a hot dog? The, the hot dog's too big. <laughs> the hot dog's too big. So you're trying to put a. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> trying to put a three quarter inch rod in a five eighths hole. Yes. You think that's gonna work? No. Yeah. Is that gonna work? It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, trying to put a yacht in a hallway. <laughs> We're still talking about penises. I'm so confused. No, you said a yacht. That's a boat. <laughs> That's different. I'm trying to class it up a little bit. I appreciate a that. A lot of f words. Um, y'all are silly. That's it. That's all the questions. Oh, we got. okay. Until you need one. Until I need a question. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be my response to everything. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I need to get an oil change until you need one. <laughs> what? I, what? Fuck Harley until I, you need them. Until you need them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Man. All yeah, right. no news on the Harley front. I haven't seen anything. Oh, well, no, I heard. I, saw, I got a news update from their CEO. Harley Davidson's only doing raffle bikes from here on out. <laughs> Smart. Might help their bottom line. My God. A hundred dollars to take it. Yep. You know what HD stands for, right? <laughs> Hard dick. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh hunky dory. Alright, so Rectum Ride is coming up. That's yeah. something to look forward to. June nineteenth. June nineteenth. And uh I think Rectum Ride Instagram has been putting up we needed an, another updated map because a lot of our uh, spaces are taken now, yes, which, which is a good thing. But at the same time, you can also share spaces. You can. You can have up to six people per space. The spaces are quite large, and 20 feet by 30 feet. people that I know just did like a couple. Like, right. There's two people on a site. So yeah. if you want to come and you feel like you would like to share a 20 foot by 30 foot space... In a tent, mm-hmm. and and you want to be friends? Yeah, bring about twenty, thirty dollars. Yeah. Give to your friends. Yep. Stay in their spot. Yeah, just come with us. We'll find a spot to fit you. Either way, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Except, I just except I, nobody can sleep. In we the really RV. need to figure out the route. <laughs> we really need to figure out the route though, and what gas stations. Yeah, we're gonna hang out. We gotta at. stop and get some good gas <laughs> stations. They, they better have Surrey's fried chicken. Gonna be one. Are we going through, sir? Yes. Yeah, down, on the way down, I'm basically doing the five and dime. All right. But instead of dime, five to 460 probably, and 460 over. Okay. And there's a lot of gas stations on 460. They got fried chicken? Yeah. Well, we can stop at the one in Surrey. So they got potato wedges. Yes, they did. You didn't want them. I didn't want potato wedges that day, but if we wrecked them right, we get potato wedges. <laughs> you got to wash those carbs. See? Yeah, that's mm. true. Especially yeah. on a beach weekend, I bet you look spilt. Spilt. Svelte? <laughs> I don't know what he what said. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Svelte? Yeah, what is that? I thought he said spilt. <laughs> you don't know what svelte no. is? No. It's like... Like like you are looking very svelte these days. You're thinner. Not a lot of donuts hanging off the sides anymore. I just got taller pants. <laughs> the last couple of years, you've lost weight. Oh, yeah. No. Not since you stopped doing speed <laughs> yeah i put on weight when i stopped taking adderall dude it was crazy i didn't know that he was taking the adderall and then he stopped taking it and i was like whoa dude well Corey was uh fatter than he is now when i met him oh yeah pudge city I'm just saying, I didn't realize Adderall really made people that skinny. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. It's great. It's good. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's all the energy you need, right? You don't have to eat anymore. You should have seen me when I was on heroin. Oh, yeah. No, I can imagine. <laughs> Boy, looking fine. Yeah. Well, I do think, I think, I'm, I don't know if there's true to this statement, but I did hear that opiates were natural sugar blockers. Oh. Like your body just won't absorb the sugars. Plus, you, you don't really get that hungry. <laughs> because you don't, and you can't do-do. Right. Because you're constipated all the time. So you don't yeah. really want to eat. Because yeah. you're like, eh, I don't want to add anything. Oh, it's going to hurt later. Yeah. yeah, you don't. Like, if I eat, 
I'm not going to be able to do-do it out, so we just won't eat. you got to go through detox just to get some Lee's fried chicken. That's messed up. Yeah, it's fucked up. I used to like to wait. I would wait. I used to have this system where I was like, I can't get high till I do-do. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It worked for a little while. That's good. You got to set, yeah. per, you know, the yeah. You got to set, you gotta set boundaries. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your heroin usage. Yeah, you gotta be like, oh, I'm not doing dope till I do do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I never had diarrhea. Yeah, at least that because drinking definitely made that happen. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I had like a solid do do. BM. BM. I just like the way you say it. Say it again. What? I don't know. It's like one word. It is one word. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's doo-doo. laughs> yeah. Anyway. Old doogie snack. Corey's gonna look svelte on the beach. Svelte. <laughs> you made that word I'm a, up. I'm gonna svelte him up on the I, beach. I think it's Yiddish. I was gonna say. I was gonna. Yeah, I thought it sounded like Norwegian or some shit. I don't think Norwegian is Yiddish. No, well, I don't think so either. I don't think Lori thinks I that either. I was trying to say <laughs> You see that someone spray-painted the Wells Fargo, all cops are mega doo-doo? <laughs> there have been some funny there's some tags. Good, so we saw the one that just yeah. said, police are creepy. Oh, so yeah. good. And I, we were riding motorcycles, and we rode past... And they had done it on one of the monuments and I rode past and there was like, you know, there's people there standing, taking pictures and I'm riding past and I'm reading shit and I see it and I just started laughing on my motorcycle. I'm like, this is hilarious. And the guy taking pictures sees me laughing and he just big ass smile on his face. You know what I mean? I don't know if he knew why I was laughing, but and it had like a little emoji. Like they drew a little <laughs> sad face. It was like police are creepy. <laughs> shit fucking killed me. I was like, I love that. You know, if they had taken those monuments down, this never, they never would have gotten spray painted. <laughs> yeah, but I saw people skating the monuments because they ripped down the fence. Oh, oh yeah, you can actually that skate it awesome. now. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, since the fence isn't That's there, you dope. can skate it. Good idea. That's so funny, man. Yeah, remember when people were all up in arms about a monument? Yeah. And now look at us. <laughs> burning come shit so down, far. burning buses come so far getting tear gassed getting tear gassed yeah i mean it's just spray paint monuments it's just how it goes i don't as much as i want to be like i want to listen to people who are upset about what's happening right i want or or feel like the protests are going too far because i think on the one hand i I see that i get it like it sucks right Mm -hmm. it all sucks but the reality is like people are dying what the fuck else are we supposed to be doing right now? Like, how are we going to get the powers that be attention when the only thing that they give a fuck about is their bottom line? Yeah. Here's what we need to do to get the suburbs on, on the side of the protesters. Show them all the videos that exist of cops shooting dogs. That's good. I like that. Cops shoot dogs like crazy. It's like their favorite thing to do. Yeah, it's like a sport. And there's tons of videos out there. Of cops just shooting dogs. You're right. Yeah. So. Whatever happened to the show Cops? Is that still out? It turned into uh, uh, Live PD. There's that show Live that's okay. like. And that you actually watch live footage of like cops. Like body cam. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, like, one of the fixes. Oh, right? in the first 48. 
Apparently, live is supposed to be a pretty good show, though. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. But like one of the fixes to like help this whole situation was body cam, right? Mm-hmm. So like they instituted that. They just turned them, they just turned them off. off. Exactly. Yeah. Like how the isn't that like automatically you're doing something wrong? Like how do you justify Should turning be. your shit off? It's like oh sorry. Like my cousin didn't know it wasn't on. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, like my, oh okay, no cousin, problem, Charles. Whatever, fuck. Yeah, my cousin is <laughs> what a uh, cop name. <laughs> That's his last name, Charles. Sergeant Charles. Sergeant Charles. Right. She is a uh, public defender. No, no, no. She's the prosecutor. Yes. She works for the state, so she does. Whatever. And so she, she's prosecutor. Right, prosecutor. So she works for the, not for the state, but for um, the county of, I think she's in York, York County. Anyway, she has to watch all hours of body cam that come in. So she was telling us about, you know, she had had a bunch of juveniles that were arrested for possession. And she had to watch four different cops' body cam um, footage for the entirety of the body cam footage mm-hmm. and of course in her mind it's like this is so boring i get it like yeah they found weed like that ah. but I, I i don't know how does so how does that factor into like everyday people's jobs having to watch body cam footage like do they actually watch it is it actually admissible like you know like i don't well but, i think more importantly it gives an opportunity for a defending attorney to have footage and say Here's where the officer planted that weed on these kids. Right. Which probably didn't. No. These kids no. are probably guilty. Yeah, they're probably smoking weed. <laughs> also, though, it was probably less than an ounce, and that shit's going to be legal in 30 days. For some people, by the time you hear this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they should uh, not be prosecuted. What's going to happen to everybody that got arrested and is put in jail for less than an ounce of weed right now? Sorry for you. That is fucked up. You know what was sick is when I saw on the news when they were like, it was like this little clip I saw on NBC 12 where he's like, we've received a lot of messages of people asking us what this means. And then he shows someone holding a sign that says, fuck 12. (laughs) (laughs) For all of the listening audience out there, would you like to share for them? Because maybe they don't know. They've Googled it by now. Also, I liked the... uh, No, 12... (laughs) 12 is actually like, obviously it means it, it's, it's a, it was the drug cops, but it's the, they were more like drug gangs almost. Yeah. They were basically like groups of cops that were pretty much fucking could do whatever they want. Biggest gang in Chicago. Yeah. CPD. When I, I used to work with ex-cons and they were like. They were very specific drug units. When those dudes show up, it's on. Yep. And they do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. They will beat your ass. They will plant drugs. They will they fucking steal your drugs. They will steal your drugs. So anonymous hackers hacked into the Chicago PD's uh, radios. radios and played fuck the police all night. <laughs> <laughs> Another news report that we heard was a, a news reporter saying like, a, a cheesecake factory was vandalized, and we caught this footage of this person carrying a cheesecake. <laughs> We're not quite sure where it might have come from. <laughs> it was so good, though. There's like just complete mayhem, and then this lady just carrying a fucking full cheesecake down the street. I'm like, this is great. Are the guys on the fucking uh, 
they stole a fucking train. Oh, Minneapolis, yeah. did like you see that? The little kids train, like the kid train oh. from the fucking from the mall or some shit. And there was like a bunch of dudes partying on that bitch, and they're driving around the street. Oh, this is badass. It was it was like a Thomas the Train or something. Yeah. It was so sick. That's oh, so silly. killing me. I'm glad y'all are keeping it funny out there at least. I know. Live it up. Why the fuck not? <laughs> I love the idea of the train. Just like... <laughs> a bunch of grown-ass men driving that bitch around the city. Yeah. Drinking 40s. So, yeah, I will say, though, <clears throat> a lot of the commentary about the, the riding and the destruction of property um, has pointed to the majority of black people are not involved in that. It typically has been young white males that are... Either breaking the windows or setting shit on fire. That's what I saw. So and that that's I only the saw one window, like where I was up close, right at there at the same time, and it was the dude destroyed the front of the Wells Fargo on Grace, and uh, yeah, that was a young white guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely a white guy with a hammer. Yeah, yeah, and you know, people are throwing around the theories of like. Well, is that like, you know, the the far right sending people in to infiltrate to make the protests look bad? Maybe. I kind of got the feeling it was more just like some dude living out his fantasies. Just, I finally get to smash something and I'm way too much of a coward to do it by myself. So I'll just get all these people to kind of protect me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll do it under the guise of, yeah, yeah. protesting. Well, and yeah, and a, and a lot of shop owners, like small business owners, I read a, <clears throat> a story this morning about one of the oldest black-owned businesses in the city was vandalized. It's a jewelry store. Hmm. Um, one of the main things that they carry are these um, fraternity sorority pendants. Yeah. And um, when they're... Um, customers found out that they had been vandalized and a lot of things had been stolen. The customers came in and bought him out. Damn. 72-year-old man, 80-something-year-old man. Uh, and they bought him out and just bought all of his you know, inventory so that he didn't have to worry about it anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I've definitely seen like rumors got smashed up. Yeah. They started a GoFundMe. They reached their goal within like a day. Yeah. And then they were like, Keep it going, yeah. Because we have friends whose businesses were destroyed, and they need money, so they just mm-hmm. kept it going. Yeah. So I mean, people are coming together, and they're, which is good. Yeah. And they, like, the reality is, is like, it's just, like it. I get it. It sucks, especially now where there's a lot of businesses that haven't been open anyway. Yeah. Right, and they, and they've already hit a setback, but the reality is, is like. They're not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't know how else to put it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, bigger than that. It's bigger, it's bigger it's, than stuff. It's bigger than your window getting smashed. They can breathe. And some shit getting stolen. Yeah. yeah. Like, the reality is, is like, it's, and all that shit's going to work itself out. Yeah. And it's horrible. Like, yeah. it is horrible. It sucks. That small businesses are getting looted like that. But it's also. That sucks so bad. It's a casualty of war. It's kind of how I look at it. And also, I've seen... You know seen... what I mean? We drop bombs on plenty of countries and kill children. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how's the government view that? It's like, well, that's a casualty of war. Yeah. I've seen a lot of businesses who have been hit 
And they've been like, yeah, I got hit. So keep the protest going. So be yeah. it. Because you know what I mean? that's what what is going on. You know, don't don't let the looting of my store be in vain. Like You can't loot the looter. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how amazing would it be if we had George back right now? W. <laughs> can't lose a litter. <laughs> oh God. Fucking Trump, man. He is just not making good decisions. <laughs> He's not saying things well. He's not helping the situation. He's not making people feel more comfortable or safe or, you know, no, like well, he's, he's got a, his shit together. Donald Trump is a sociopath. <laughs> That's all there is to it. He does not care about how his actions affect others. It's bizarre. It's so bizarre. And, you know, it, support him or not, but he's a sociopath. And all the conversation around him is just about how this is going to affect his re-election campaign. Yeah, exactly. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Gives right a shit now? who gets elected to the president right now. Exactly. We have, we have people dying when like the country's in flames. Exactly. Like a lot. Yes. It's crazy. It's crazy how many cities have, have the same popping shit going off crazy right now. Yeah. Well, and you know what? You know what Shane was telling me? He was saying that he's having a hard time finding anything about that. Yeah. Like that, they're they're blacking out a lot of the shit that's going on in D.C. because they don't. First of all, they don't want people to know what the fuck's going on. Second of all, they don't want people coming there. People um, went crazy at the White House. Yes, and they, there's nothing they could do about it. Yeah, like he said, they he's, turn the lights off. They turn the lights off. Yeah. He said he's finding videos. He'll find a video, and then ten minutes later, the video will be taken down. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like. They're they're trying to keep whatever the fuck is going on in DC out of what is what is happening. Yeah. Um so with protests and writing and things like that, they will follow phone information. Oh yeah, they'll they'll track your location. So, so if you're out there, keep your phone off. Yeah, keep your phones off. But if you do want to record things, record it separately. Don't tag it. Don't you know, hashtag don't like put your location, like turn your locations off, like all of those things. Cause that's Record how that bitch in airplane mode, upload it later. Yep. Blur out people's faces Exactly. for fuck's sake. Stop snitching on people <laughs> Yeah. without really snitching on people, yeah. but you still kind of snitching on people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all of these things. Um, you know, you can verbally like communicate where you're at in the video if necessary or and don't talk to the cops. But I don't give a fuck under any circumstances. You're definitely putting in people in danger when you are present in the moment. Yeah, I definitely wasn't trying to shoot video while I was there. For one thing, I kind of wanted to stay alert. Exactly. Almost everyone else had their phone out the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'll, I'm here. I'll tell people about it later. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that filming, I think recording it is very, very important. I think that's exactly what we need right now because in previous incarnations of this type of civil disobedience, <clears throat> you know, we didn't have documentation to show how horribly the the police <clears throat> brutality had become. We didn't have documents to say like they shot gas cans first. That was just he said, she said. Mm-hmm. So now we have it proof whether or not people want to see it. It's there. And we need to have that as our ally, as our tool. Yeah. If, yeah, I mean, you, if you want to see police brutality that happened yesterday or the day before, it's widely available right now. Yes. Oh, there's montages of it. People have been editing videos together. Yeah. 
Yeah. I cops mean, just running cars into two people. Two separate and shit. instances horses where the NP- NYPD mm-hmm. has run people over with their cars. With horses. Like running and horses. people over with yeah. fucking horses. They did that in Richmond too. It's insane. Like somehow that video is not out there, but there's all these accounts of a cop doing the same thing in Richmond on Saturday night, like late Saturday night. Well, yeah. there was that. Did you see the one video I reposted? The guy was filming. There's like, I don't know, four or five cops walking down the sidewalk. And they have those big can. I guess it's like oh, bear they, mace. They mm-hmm. shoot the mace. Well, yeah. first they just z- fucking squirt. Three girls. There's like down the yeah, street. three people just walking down the street, and he just fucking blasts them in the face. And then they see that he's recording, and he fucking shoots up at the balcony at him. Yeah. Yeah, just willy nilly fucking down the streets, shooting people with bear mace. My favorite video so far was the guy that tried to drive a tanker into the protest, and then he got his ass whooped. Hell oh, yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I think. I forget where it is, but a guy, people were on a highway. <clears throat> this guy tried to drive a full-size tanker truck in, and like, to kill people. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Everyone moved out of the way. He stopped, got swarmed immediately by people. He shouldn't have stopped. He fucked up. Yeah. Dumbass. Yeah. Man. Heavy, heavy sigh. Yeah, it's crazy. 2020, killing the game. Just midway through the year, too. Right at June 1st. Like, what more can happen? I don't even want to say that question. Yeah. Well, everyone was asking, like... Because, you know, there's, there's all these things that happen for each month right now. And they're like, what's, what's June's thing going to be? And it's yeah. like, <clears throat> oh, the whole country's going to go on fire. Yeah. That's what's going to happen in June. Yeah. Fun. Locusts. We'll get locusts. They'll just destroy all the crops. That's happening right now, actually. Locusts? Yeah. Hell yeah. Not in the States, but in other countries. In India. Well, we're. I thought we're... America is getting the 17-year cicada this year, I think. Sick. They don't do anything. hurt crops. They're but... just loud. Oh, somebody, po- somebody actually posted the other day that they've, they've infiltrated... I don't know. She was like, there's so many fucking cicadas right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I hope people are out there paying attention, doing what they can do. Yeah. Yeah, be safe. As safe as you can. Corey, you got anything else to talk about? I don't. I'm trying to see what's going on. We should probably get home soon because it's almost time before curfew. according to this video, they haven't really made it very far. I know. And they're not pulling people over randomly. They're just, they had curfew for people that are out protesting. So... Apparently they were. They were yoking people out of cars last night. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. The oh, police. Right. Well, we should probably head out. So anyway, on that note, with... Uh... They also maced a baby. God damn it. They maced, they maced a, a, a father and his wife or girlfriend, and they were walking down the street with their baby. And a friend of mine pulled them into their house in the fan and fucking cleaned them all up. Jesus, fuck. So anyway... uh. We got a song for tonight. Yeah, uh, local Richmond band Loud Night just released a song called Curfew that they had already recorded. Uh, maybe it was more of a hypothetical, and now it became very real. So they released it early, and that's our song tonight. Cool. All right, stay safe, y'all. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.